prepared it. But the others, they were seeing animals which they would eat on Christmas and they were waiting for Christmas. Yet, Passover was that very night. <laughs> it is a mystery. A big mystery. And when they smeared the blood, the angel of death came, he killed one by one by one. But, in the in Goshen, he killed none of them because they had blood on their doorposts. Even the son of the king, the, the, the son of Pharaoh himself, died because the angel of death squeezed him because he was squeezing every firstborn, <laughs> killing them, every one of them. Let me tell you, death knows no one, or no, knows no bounds, but the only thing death will fear, of course, the only thing the devil will fear is the, the blood of Jesus Christ. Because there is none of us that can stand before God and be perfect. But there's only one thing the devil will fear. That's the blood of Jesus Christ. And so when the blood was smeared, the, this was blood of, uh, of, uh, of animals. When it was smeared, the angel of death saw that blood and he passed over that house. He went to the next house. And these ones were eating. Meanwhile, while they were dying for these ones, they were eating. Anybody who would have reached there, you would not even have understood what he would have seen would have been mysteries, but he can't understand anything. He's, uh, uh, the church ages, he's not understanding it. The seven seals is uh, angazi. Eh? Uh, the serpent seed, what are you talking about? What about the in Jesus' name? He's not understanding. Why? Because he is not meant to know those mysteries. But to us, to you, it is revealed. It is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. There's a lot of truth we can be able to go into that. But I don't want to be evangelistic. You know, a, a gift is very difficult, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know of a, a preacher in America. He died. His name was Brother Lonnie Jenkins. Brother Lonnie Jenkins is a teacher, a very good teacher of the word. So he would say, today, brethren, I am not going to teach, but I'm going to preach for just a few, a few moments. And he would take uh, the, 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 the scriptures and begin, according to him, preaching. So later on, Gamazok Vulida, uh, one brother told him, oh, brother, that was a very nice teaching. <laughs> because his gift is a teaching gift, so there is no way you can escape it. So many times I don't want to preach, but I find myself leaving the subject. But I hope you will bear with me tonight. Praise the Lord. So we were speaking of uh, uh, the, uh, the, the blood, and uh, when the angel of death would see the blood, then he passed over that house, and he passed over that house. And of course, among the Israelis, the Israelis, no one died because they were under the token, the blood, the token. Now, here is another instance I want us to see. That night was the last night uh, the Israelis were in Egypt. That night. He called it the night of the Passover. You know, how, how the angel passed over, the angel of death passed over them and he didn't kill them. So, he said it will be a memorial. And it will be remembered as an ordinance. This thing will be repeated as an ordinance as, and as a memorial. Now, those people that night, because they did not die that night, that did not end there. It started there, but it didn't end there. Do you know what happened next? They started their journey that very night or morning. And they, their journey was to they cross the Red Sea and they went into the desert. Do you know how many years they walked in the desert? Hundreds of years, uh, rather, uh, t t t um, I think about 40 years, right? And uh, in, uh, in the time that they were walking in the desert, no shoe, no shoe became old. Imagine, I don't know yours can last how long. Mine, maybe three years, eh, if I keep changing it with others, or four years. 40 years, and no shoe became old. Imagine that. Uh -huh. Forget about the shoe. What about uh, their feet? The feet did not become bruised or old. I don't believe even everyone had a shoe. Some were just walking without barefoot, but they did not become old. The Bible says even their clothes did not become old. That's not all. It, the Bible continues to say, no one became sick among them. I mean, 40, we're talking about a generation. Me, I'm not even 40 years yet. Imagine, they were still walking. <laughs> 40 years! I don't know who is 40 years here. Please raise up your hand. Let us see how, how long they walked. If it is a sister, he can't, she cannot raise. But if it's a brother, he would have raised his hand. But the truth of the matter is, 40 years, imagine someone walking for 40. You just imagine it. 40 years. And they did not become old. Their feet did not get old. Their clothes did not become old. They didn't become sick. No one removed their tooth. Nothing. Even the ones who died in the desert was because of murmuring. 
Never mama. God, God does not like murmuring. God likes believers. Now, what gave them that strength? I'll tell you what gave them that strength. That thing they did that night was the secret. The, what they did on the feast of the Passover. Eh? Those things they ate there, according to how God said it, was the secret of their strength and health. Therefore, I want to say, that is not just an ordinance. It was having healing in it. Alright? So now, we begin there. So now, because of that, because of what happened in the Old Testament, there, are, there is therefore an ordinance which the Jews were keeping every now and then. And now we are supposed to keep also in the New Testament. But it was carried over to us. Of course, there are three ordinances. I'll tell them right. I'll tell them to you right away. The first ordinance is uh, foot washing. The, the second ordinance is communion, the Lord's Supper, the bread. And the third ordinance is water baptism. Now, these are the only things we are supposed to do. Okunazaga nebigere. Okuriyo mugati. Of course, mugati bigena ne wine. Then echokusatu. Okubatiza. Those three things are the only things the Bible tells us to repeatedly do as ordinances. As a, which word did you use? The rest, Jesus Christ paid it all. He promised to do it for us. Praise God. So these ones, a person has to decide to do them. Nobody can decide to do it for you. If you are going to be baptized in water, it is your decision. You make it soberly. You accept to do it. And you do it. Someone asked, are you telling me that water baptism saves us? And I said, water baptism does not save your sins. does not wash away your sins. That's why some people have a mentality that every now and again when you sin, you come back again and be water baptized. You, you sin again, you, you again request water baptism. So someone, uh, as a, a sister in, a, in, a, in America, she talked to me. She said, my son, you need to pray for him because every now and again the devil is deceiving him. He needs to be baptized. And he was baptized about maybe six or three times. Three to six times. I don't know how many. But, you know, until someone later tell them, look, it is not water that washes away your sins. That is done as an ordinance in your life one time. As long as it is done correctly. You get me? How is it done correctly? It is done by immersion in much water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, once you are baptized that way, you don't need to redo it over and over and over again. If you feel that your sins are now too many, you need to, you know, get, go back to square one again with the Lord, you can do that. How? By speaking to the Lord about it sincerely, with all your heart. You come to God in, 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 in tears, in conviction, in crying, in prayer. Prayer is the answer for that kind of thing. It's not rebaptism. Rebaptism does not wash away your sins. The Bible says baptism is an answer to, of a good conscience toward God. How many have ever read that before? Okay, since it's one of the ordinances, let me look at that with you. Uh, open the book of Peter. I think it's in the book of Peter. I'm targeting to finish at 7 so that we don't uh, over delay. Uh, so let us uh, look at that in the book of... Uh, First Peter chapter 3. Verses 21. He says, I just uh, read verses 21, I think. Or do I need to go up a little bit? No, I just read verses uh, 20 and 21. Um, which sometimes we are disobedient. He's talking about the people, the, the spirits which were in prison, which sometimes we are disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a, was a preparing. What are in few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. Uh, you see, I hear some opening. I hope you will follow us. We are in First Peter chapter 3, verses I read from verses 19, 20, and now I'm going to read verses 21. The like figure whereunto even baptism does also now save us. Brother Martin, 
uh, come and interpret. Some people get, I know, some people get properly when they receive interpretation. The like figure, where unto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have you seen that? So now, does baptism save us? No. But when he speaks about baptism saving us, he's typing it. I don't know whether this is working, Brother Shem. So he's talking, uh, he's talking about um, the days of Noah. He's giving it as a type in the days of Noah. And he's saying that water saved them. So, uh, and now he says also, like water saved them, also now baptism saves us. And now he says, but now, Baptism in itself does not put away or wash away the filth of the flesh. It, it, it does not wash away the filth of the flesh. The, the, the yeah. Uh -huh. But it is the answer of a good conscience. Yes, Genamasi. Yeah, something like that. Sister, are you get that here? Also, some verses you're going to die at 21. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ah, I call this a more inner feeling. Consciousness is an inner feeling. You know, the Catholics, let me tell you what the Catholics do. The Catholics, Abakatu when you sin, of course your conscience judges you. The inner feeling, the inner feeling that you have, you feel like a sinner. So when you go, you tell him, uh, uh, Father, I have sinned. So, so then he says, okay, what have you done? And, and you confess. Everything. Why do they do that? It, they, it's psychology. They know by psychology. What is psychology? Yes. You know, they know that by psychology. When you are angry, for example. And you don't speak what has made you angry. It's very difficult for you to be delivered. Or when someone offends you. And you keep it to heart. Uh, it, it can make you sick and you can die. But now, when uh, you, you have a, a situation, and you, you talk about it with someone, you begin to relieve. And the pressure leaves you. So that, because of that psychology, they go to, co to for confession. Now, but they know still the person has a conscience. The inner feeling is still bad. I'm still a sinner. So they will tell them, go and beat yourself. Or go and pray Hail Mary. Fifty times. Or one hundred times. Because your sins are great. So now you will go and do it. Now, while someone does that, by the time they finish, inside, they feel relieved. And better. Now, when you sin again, you go back again. You're to do something else. Like, this, last time we told you 50 times. Now, by the time you go back and you do the punishment, you feel better. So it is just psychology. 
kati ebe just bakukwata muntegera yeyo mubwongo but it does not wash away sin na yecho techijao now in the same way kati munkola yemu we have an ordinance that we were instructed to do tuine ebintu ebyenkuna byetwabulukola that is one of them is water baptism echimuko byoko batiba ko masa manje water baptism ne wana tugama tukwasa ko mumasha where the sin tekutunaza ko ebibibya fe but what is it nechechi is an answer wabula chechyo kudibwamu a good conscience Kuluwa ene ulireli eyomunda. In your heart you are feeling like a sinner. Chitegeza mugo ulianga umuono onyi. But when you accept Jesus and you confess him as your savior. You accept he died for you. You confess your sins. Not to a priest. But to him. You confess all your sins. Then now what do you do? You still feel you need to do something as a human being. So he put one ordinance for, for us. So that in our inner feeling we will feel our sins are washed away. But when, you, when you go in the water we tell you you go in a sinner you come out saved. But really it's not the water. It's the blood of Jesus which was shed years ago. But he uses water as a symbol as a, 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 to show the faith in your heart and in your inner feeling to feel you are forgiven your sins are washed away you are cleaned but water in itself does not wash away sins so now when you go underwater you come out no fire. He says it is an answer. It washes out that uh, it washes away. We are saved by that way, by water. By we are saved by baptism that way. Not the washing away of our sins of the flesh. But the answer. Over good conscience. Toward God. Now, let me put a little more flesh on that. So, Pastor, are you saying that if someone is not baptized, he can go to heaven? Having known that baptism is supposed to be done in much water in the name of our now I can tell you yes he can go to heaven and I can also tell you no why because the, the thief on the cross he went to paradise was he baptized he was not baptized. But he went to heaven. Even Jesus found him. And, they, and he resurrected. That thief on the cross went to heaven. I preached about him. But he was not baptized. Why? Because at that moment, he never had an opportunity. On this one, I'm going to show you another scripture. And then we shall be done with that ordinance. And then we go to the other two. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. There is a scripture here in the book of James that says, um, Oh dear. James chapter 4 verse 17. The scripture says, To him, therefore, to him that knoweth to, to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Bible Gamant Erioyo Kumemza. Kale, Amanyokola Oburunji, Natakola, Echo Chechibi Erioyo. Meaning, what is sin? Sin, we all know, sin is unbelief. Of the truth. 
Now when you hear the word of God and you believe it in your heart you have to do obey it and and do it. Now if you refuse to do it it means you do not believe it. It means you are a sinner. But what makes us saved? Because when we hear the word of God we believe it and we do it. Now he says to him that knows to do good and does not do it to him it is sin. But if you, have an, you don't have an opportunity to do it no problem. The thief on the cross went to heaven. How many remember Sister Dina? She's now in Boston. She's one of us here. Her husband died in America uh, on, on, the, on, 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 on the sick bed. And uh, you know uh, one of the pastors here in the message before she joined us here you know they, she called him and he led him, the man to the Lord on his sick bed, deathbed. And he died before they could come back. But if they had come back, and the man was uh, having an opportunity, he would have been baptized. But because there was no opportunity, he couldn't leave the bed. He was buried off. He died before the opportunity. So, do you believe he will be in the rapture? Yes, sure he will be. So, it's not water that saves you. But now to you who hears, I don't need to do it. I also don't have an opportunity. Come again. I also don't have an opportunity. I don't need to do it. Hey. No, you, you have had. You are healthy. You have If you were walking and they knock you. You know where you are going for sure. Hmm. I, I first that in Ethiopia. One young man, he was ride, ride, ride of Tukutuk. We preached and preached and preached. A few people believed. He was always following us. And one time, we asked him, what about you? What do you decide? He said, I've heard everything. It is all truth. But I'm not ready now. When you come back, I will do it. And we went back at Shua after a while. Like uh, after two months. We went and Brother Sam, let me tell you, when we reached there, we found, they told us the man who was driving his tukutuku and a bus hit him. And he died on spot. Where do you think he went? It's not for me to judge. But according to the word, I doubt that he went to, to heaven. You see, so now that's an ordinance. Now, what about those ones who do it who want to, you sin and then you come back and say, I want to do it again. And they say, I want to be baptized again. We cannot stop them also. If their conscience is telling them it is baptism you need. You leave them to get it. But if they are well taught, they will know it's not how many times you are baptized. It is how many times you believe, how much you believe in the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. But for everyone that believes, they need to be baptized in water. That is one of the ordinances. 
Although some churches are saying now we should not do it. But we should do it. We must teach it. Because it's the word of God. We believe it here, don't we? How many have been baptized here? Amen. Now, another odd, there are two more ordinances. Food washing. And the communion. In John chapter 13, quickly turn there now. Verses 1 to 4. We first read that portion. I'll just read in English. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when, the, when Jesus knew that he, his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Now, I wanted to understand that this was after the feast of the Passover. So before the feast of the Passover. Remember, this Passover we, are, we have been reading in the Old Testament. So they continued doing it as an ordinance. But remember, they were doing it using... Uh, they, they were remembering the blood of bulls and goats. How many remember that? You remember that blood which they put on their doors? They were also remembering the body which was made of wheat only. But now here Jesus was getting ready to go to heaven. And now he was starting now, he was going to make, listen, listen, he was going to make a new testament. A testament is not testament without blood. And uh, in the Old Testament, they were using blood of bulls and goats. Animals. You know, generally animals. But here in the New Testament, Jesus was getting ready to institute a New Testament. And that one also required blood. But in this case, it was not going to be blood of animals. It was going to be the blood of Jesus himself. And it was not going to be the body of it was going to be the body himself of Jesus. Are you following? Amen. He said, if you don't eat me, and if you don't drink my blood, you are not part of me. But all that, Jesus was showing something. We know that the body of Jesus is the word. Right? Amen. The word which we eat by hearing and believing. And the blood of Jesus, we know it is this, it, it is we receive it by the Holy Spirit. Because life is in the blood. Are you following? Me? Amen. So this is all in type. But now here we see we also received an ordinance or a kolombolombo. That we are supposed to keep. We as Christians of the New Testament, we are not going to keep it as they did in the Old Testament. We are going to keep it under the New Testament. We, there are certain things we are supposed to do in remembrance continually. Listen, listen follow, follow closely. Amen. Verse 2. We are still in first John, I mean John 13, verse two. And, 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 and supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, uh, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and guarded himself. So now Jesus comes. He takes a towel. We have no towel here. And he... Uh, you know, this is how he did it. Yesu, uh, Kambala, yes, we are calling. This is how he did it. Are you 
regarded himself. And, uh, and he continues on here. And after that, he powered water into a bunsen. A bunsen and began to wash the disciples' feet. So he came. Yacha. He powered water in a bensen. He had a towel on his whatever. He, he powered water in a bensen. And he said, brother, let him get a view. And, he, and he, the brother sat down. Jesus was sitting. Because you cannot wash someone's feet when you are standing. Uh, I think Jesus uh, knelt down. Oh, he might, uh, maybe may have seated. And he says, uh, and he began to wash the disciples' feet. And then to wipe them with a towel. Which he had guarded himself with. Imagine, brother. I don't know whether brother in a carbon or what I I don't know how this brother has a couple of But uh, <laughs> the Bible did not say that Jesus picked those ones who did not have. Those ones also those ones who had. Imagine these were fishermen. They were not as good as us. They, they were fishermen. Ah. You know, farmers and others. Tax collectors. These were the, the disciples. And uh, so imagine removing it. Uh, so uh, you know the feet. Alright. So <laughs> And Jesus held uh, which was uh, full of mud and dust. Then he started cleaning. After washing the feet, I don't think those who who stumbles, Jesus never stumbled at his disciples' feet. Yes, but Jesus hold the feet And this generation of ours, sinful generation, I don't know how really they feel when they are washing one another's feet. But Jesus never bothered. Where the leg was crooked, that was none of his business. He knelt down and started washing the feet of the sin, removing all the dirt after when it was done, he got the towel and started cleaning it. Jesus did it. Well, come again. If you are saying it is Jesus who did it, wait and hear the next. Jesus answered and said unto him, Ah, ah. Then Simon, then comes Simon Peter and they say down to him, Lord, Simon Peter and Jerry, yes, and Amugama, Mukama. You want to wash my feet? Oh, you're going to say, Be getting young. Jesus answered and said unto him, Yes, and Amukula and Amugama. What I do, thou knowest not how now. But thou shalt know hereafter. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Peter Peter refused. Peter refused. So Jesus answered him, yes, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. <laughs> Peter repented quickly. 
Brethren, let us, let us be quick always to repent. Amen. Simon Peter said unto him, okay, okay. Jesus said unto him, yes, he that is washed needs not save, needs not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. He that is washed, he doesn't need to be washed like the head and the hands. Only his feet. And ye are clean. And ye are clean. You are clean. But not all. For he knew who should betray him. That have said, ye are not all clean. Kubanga yamanya, eyaliyagena muri yamu muri kwecha. Baba gama timuena timuri balongo fu. Now, in John fifteen three, three it says, "Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you." Moyokana kumi nata nusatu yagama nikati muri balongo fu kusinzia kuchigamba chamber bodi. So we are all clean. Katifena tuli balongo fu. Really, we are clean because of the word of God. Kuruwechigamba chakato. But does it mean we should never do feet washing? Neyecho chida katetetu agakunazigana like okunazangane bigere. Okay. Verses 12, we continue there. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye not, know ye what I have done to you? You call me master and lord, and ye say well, for, I, for so I am. If I then that I have washed your lord and master have washed your feet, kubanga bwendi, kale obanganze mukama wamwe era omuyigiriza mbanaziza ebigere, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Era namwe chibagwanira okunazangana okunaza okunazanga for I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is no greater, not greater than his Lord. Neither he that is sent greater than he that is sent. sent if ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. And the believer said, Amen. And from this time, the Christian church has been washing feet of one another. Amen. Up to today. Now, we have been fulfilling the ordinance of water baptism in this church. But we have never fulfilled this one. In this church. And we have been lacking. And we need to start doing it like I announced. We so, on the day of communion, we are also going to start washing one another's feet. Now that's where you are going to see those ones who are proud. When this brother sits, no, no, I want to wash the other ones. Feet. No, 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 wait, brother, wait, there is one more. And so you find that uh, you don't want to wash. Uh, which brother here now? You don't want to wash uh, this brother's feet. Because, because he has carbon. Kubanga. <laughs> That's not good. And you, you don't expect to wash a, a sister's feet. So I will wash sister and his feet. No, we brothers wash brothers. Sisters wash sisters. It's just a, a simple thing. Why is it done? It is done, it is done for humility. 
And, and remembering what our Lord Jesus Christ did for us. Not only that did he wash his disciples' feet. But he also came down from glory. And he humbled himself. And died a death of the cross. Which he was not worthy to die. He did not have to die that way. But he did it for you and me. So in the same way we have to do it for our brothers and sisters. And lastly comes the Lord's Supper. Uh, that's the third ordinance. I hope, I hope we are learning friends. So let's go to the third. I, I know I promised to finish at seven, but I'm late. So let us, uh, let us go to the last one. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 17. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not that ye come together not for better but for the worse. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. Verses 19. For there must be also heresies among you that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When ye come together therefore into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's supper. For in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry and another is drunken. What? Have you not houses to eat and to drink in? Or despise ye the church of God and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. And this is where Brother Banam got the teaching that believers were not supposed to eat in church. You know, you bring food, this one brings food, this one brings food. And now the one who doesn't have remains alone. Another one is drunk, another one. No, says, that is not the church of God. Those things should not be done in the house of God. But then he says, For I have received of you, of the Lord, that, that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So he told them to eat that bread. Of course we know it is wheat made out of only wheat, nothing else. No onion, no salt, nothing. Just wheat. And he said eat it and in remembrance of me. What is that? What does that mean? It, it, we do it in remembrance of the body of Jesus which was given for us. But remember this body is also the word. So, but in the word there is no yeast. There is no onion. There is, it is just the word. Pure word of God. It's a pure word of God. Amen. So you see, it is typed by the bread we take. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped saying this cup is the new test is the new testament in my blood. Like I already told you. He says, this do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and they drink this cup, ye do show the Lord his death till he come. Meaning you remember. Whatever whosoever shall eat this bread. Okay. Before I continue now, here I'm now getting into the climax of the whole thing. The bread I have told you, the bread which is taken on communion is not ostia. It's not ostia. ostia. It's not ostia. 
It's not biscuit. See, uh, you, you have never been in the Catholic Church. I was there. Hey, we, they take Ostia. You have never taken it there. Oh, you call it communion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in other words, it's not that. It's not biscuit. See biscuit It is not crackers. It is wheat made into a form of a chapati kind of thing. And it is broken in pieces which shows the body of Jesus which was broken on the cross. He was smitten and broken for you and me. So that is the, also it, it has no katungulu chumu no onion, no yeast, because it's a pure word represented there. Just like the Jews ate in the Passover. And so we eat the same. This is a sacred thing. There are some people, some boys I, I, I read in the history in America who, who took some glasses Bafuna, bafuna and they bought wine. wine. And, and, and they, they, they took uh, some bread. And, and they were, you know, of course, drunk or from party. They said, let us take the Lord this supper. Ha, 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 his body. Ha, ha, ha. All of them died. I saw someone was posting something here. Yeah, uh, Of this I think is he a Turkish man? Yeah, in the Turkish uh, parliament, member of parliament who was uh, blaspheming Israel. That Allah will punish you. I don't know whether you have seen it. And Allah punished his Allah. I don't know whether it is his Allah. But the God of Israel punished him immediately. He had a heart attack. He fell down. So, I'm telling you, this God is not to be played with. These things are not religious things. It's scriptural things. And so we take that bread. And then he says, when he had given thanks, he break it and he said to them, to them take it, this is my body. Which is broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. In the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as ye often eat this bread, I drink this cup, you show the Lord's death until he comes. What is this cup he's talking about? There was wine. I don't know vinyo. Vinyo limit. It is wine. Yes. Now, it was not juice. <laughs> Some people think it is juice. How many have taken apple juice? You know? It was not apple juice. No. It's not mango juice. It is not even. There is this thing we usually take. Um, uh, it is packed. It is um, uh, from grapes. It is they even sell it here and they call it uh, grape juice. They said non-alcoholic. Some believers take it on parties. How many know ah, it? I Do you know it? No. Pure heaven, yeah, pure heaven. You know pure heaven? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, it is non-alcoholic. 
Gote guli mumuenge. And by the way, it is okay for believers to take that. It is not alcohol. But it is taken from grapes. Please follow me. I'm, t- I'm teaching something here. It is taken from grapes. So when you take it like when you, you know the difference between wine and that juice is that wine is fermented. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Every alcoholic drink they, 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 they ferment it. So <laughs> meaning meaning they keep it. For a long time. And it becomes, the, the longer you keep it, the stronger it becomes. The stronger it becomes. The stronger it becomes. Now, juice, grape juice, is just made out of grapes. And that's why they make things like pure heaven out of it. And we, uh, no matter how much you take, you, you cannot get drunk. Because it is juice. But we don't use that juice for the Lord's Supper. In the Lord's Supper, we use wine. Now, wine is made in a different way. Wine is fermented. It's alright, just use the words that people can understand. So, it is used, it is, it is kept for a long time. And it becomes stronger and stronger. Now, Make a distinction between this wine and alcohol. Because alcohol can be made in, uh, in many things. They can make uh, uh, alcohol in bananas. You can make it even in wheat. In you can make many, many things. And uh, it will have different drinks have different contents of alcohol. But when we come to this fruit of the vine, what is the vine in Luganda? Yes. Yes, I said the fruit of the vine. Oh, which is actually those grapes that come out of it. They make it without mixing any other substance. Nothing. It's only that natural thing. Now, the longer you keep it, the stronger it becomes. The stronger it becomes. What does it show? It shows the blood of Jesus Christ. That becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. We have a song which says the blood will never lose its power. So in the same way, that's why at the Lord's Supper, we take wine. Now, that wine, if you take a whole bottle or two bottles, you will necessarily become drunk. Even one, even half a bottle. Even half. So that's why we don't take a lot. We see Jesus take, the Bible says he sipped. 
Bible did not say Yakuba Vegeta Amangota like. <laughs> and then he gave his disciples. The Bible says he sipped. And then he gave to the disciple. And another one. And another one. And another one. And, and, and they, they started washing each other's feet. So you see, now he says also we will continue Washing one another's feet. As well as drinking that wine. Are you following me, church? Amen. After the same manner, please let me finish this. After the same manner, okay. okay. What a far? Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. Shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Did you know it is not a joke? When, you, when, we, when we are going to have communion, make sure you don't take it before repenting of your sins. If you younger people are living in a, an immoral life, Hypocrisy. if you are a good liar, if you are a thief, if you are all these things and you are hiding here and when we say Lord is communion and then you come and take <laughs> the Bible says you are taking your self-condemnation we shall actually see you afterwards when you are suffering after taking communion and if you don't take it we shall, Jesus said, You are not part of me. So usually, how do we know? The people who have been hiding among us when they are not genuine. <laughs> when you are very busy doing your sins behind, it is communion. At communion time, you will not see any of them. They will hide themselves. You know, they, they will hide themselves. Because they are fearing to, to take of that body and the wine. The blood and the body of Christ. And that's usually a very good time. Because the pastors now can begin to who missed. And then we call them what is happening with you. So the Bible here says, let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread. And drink of that cup. For he, brother, are you one of them? Listen, 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 please, listen. This is very important. And for he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinketh damnation to himself not designing the Lord's body. For this cause many, many are weak and sickly among you and many Die. Please. This one, I don't want it to look as if it is fun. Chino, it is not. It is serious. Chino, serious. He's saying if you drink of this body, uh, of this uh, wine and of this uh, bread, you eat of this bread unworthily. You are drinking damnation to yourself. You are not designing the Lord's body. What happens to those ones who take it unworthily? 
you become weak in your body you become sickly you, you may even die so this is that serious it can even cause death now if it can cause those things to someone who is unworthy it means it can cause the opposite to the one who is worthy. It means we have, by the way, we have very many testimonies of people who took communion when they are weak and sick and they became healed. Just by taking communion. Without even being prayed for. The word of God is alive. I'm for if we would judge ourselves. We should not be judged. But when we are judged. We are chastened of the Lord. That, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home. That ye come not together unto condemnation. Now, don't come here when we are going to have communion. Say, after all, we are going to have communion. I will not eat, mommy. I will not eat. I'm going to eat at, at church. church. Oh, don't come with your hunger to eat. If you are hungry, you eat at home. No. That is not that kind of thing. When we come together to eat communion, we don't eat to be satisfied. We take a piece of the bread, a sip of the wine, in remembrance of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ that was given for us. Now, lastly, it is the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper. Not the Lord's dinner, breakfast, or lunch. It was taken in the evening hours. At six. Six to nine, ten, around From six to nine. So it should be taken during those times. You don't take it during lunch or breakfast. Like in the denominations we used to go. Very early in the morning. And then they put the tongue, uh, they put for you. That is the Lord's breakfast. There is nothing like the Lord's breakfast. There is only the Lord's supper. So anybody who takes it in the morning is doing the wrong thing. It should be taken in the evening hours. At supper time in remembrance of the body and the blood which was given for us. So, when are we, uh, we are planning to take the Lord's Supper for the first time here uh, on can someone remind me? When is that? A Friday, 29th, the last Friday of the Friday, year. The last Friday of the year, 29th, Friday night. Friday, so, those ones who are planning on taking it, begin making your life right with God. That's why he said, tarry one for another. Even when you remember something bad that you did, go and sort it first. 
Work on it. Chikoleko. Repent of your sins. Seek the presence of God in your life. Don't come with your life saying the body will take it away. The, 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 the but let me tell you, if you come prepared under the blood of Jesus Christ. And of course, when you repent your sins, believe that the blood has washed them out. Don't repent and then you feel like again I fear because no, they said you shall die. Do you know when your sins are washed away? The moment you came before the Lord, the moment and you asked him to forgive you of your sins. And you repent of them. Meaning you don't go back to them. That moment your sins are permanently erased. And you'll be ready for the Lord's service. So, we are waiting for that. If you have, you have issues, problems, health, uh, 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 you are sick, you just come and take the Lord's service. The Lord will do it for you. He will heal you. You remember like the Israelites. When they took it, they walked for 40 years without an issue among them. Oh Amen. They were under blood, the blood of bulls and goats. What about us? Who are under the blood of the new covenant? The blood of Jesus Christ. I say it is much more greater than the other one. The covenant we are on is much stronger, much powerful. Amen. Amen. To, to wash and cleanse us and, uh, and heal us of every affliction. Shall we stand and then we sing a chorus? Amen. Thank you, Brother Martin. Praise God. How many are looking forward to, forward to the Lord's Supper? Amen. We are looking forward to it. I believe it will be a wonderful, 